Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, May 27th. I'm Wayne Pratt. The head of the St. Louis Metropolitan Pandemic Task Force says the region is showing progress in its battle against COVID-19, but that could be reversed if people continue to ignore social distancing. The virus hasn't left us. It hasn't changed. It's still here. It's still very contagious and dangerous. If we let our guard down or act like the virus is gone, it will continue to improve the odds of hitting our region again with a second wave. Dr. Alex Garza also says it would not be surprising if large public gatherings like the one at Lake of the Ozarks over the holiday weekend contribute to a spike in coronavirus cases. More on all that in just a bit. Also today, St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports on how St. Louis's Metro Theater is adapting to survive during the pandemic. There is more aftermath following those images of partygoers ignoring social distancing at Lake of the Ozarks over the holiday weekend. The head of the St. Louis Metropolitan Pandemic Task Force, Dr. Alex Garza, says it would not be a surprise if such action leads to a spike in coronavirus cases. This type of activity and this type of behavior increase the risk of transmission, which means it can only go in one direction or stay flat. Um, But it it definitely is not... um, contributing to bringing rate of transmission down. Garza is reminding residents that the virus remains very dangerous and acting like it's gone will improve the odds of a second wave hitting the region. Missouri's health director says the state has been lumping together different coronavirus test results in a way that can be misleading. Health Department Director Randall Williams says Missouri will no longer combine virus tests and antibody tests. Mixing those results makes it difficult to understand how the virus is spreading. Williams has said the state was not combining that information. He now says he was not aware that it was happening. In other news, Governor Mike Parson has announced the question to expand Medicaid throughout Missouri will be placed on the August ballot. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports Parson says the move is about policy, not politics. Parson says it's about the budget, and if Missourians want to see Medicaid expanded, his office will need to know as soon as possible because he says it will be a massive spending initiative. So pass or fail, it is important that we understand the implications of what would be a new spending bill out of our already depleted general revenue. Parson did not mention that the federal government would cover 90 percent of costs with expansion, though there could be additional costs for the state. Parson's likely Democratic gubernatorial opponent, Auditor Nicole Galloway, says this was a, quote, career politician move. She said he knows Medicaid expansion is more important than he is in a general election. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. A NASA astronaut from St. Louis County is preparing for his next mission into space this afternoon. As St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan reports, it's the first time an astronaut crew will launch from U.S. soil in nearly a decade. Robert Benkin, a St. Anne native, will be part of a two-person mission to the International Space Station. The project is part of a collaboration with aerospace company SpaceX, and it's the first time a commercially built spacecraft will carry humans to the space station. Benkin says the crew has had to find ways to safely complete this mission during the coronavirus outbreak. 
I hope the nation can look at this and recognize that this is something we're still going to accomplish and we're going to do it in the face of, uh, you know, the pandemic. He says they've been tested several times for the coronavirus and will likely be retested before launch. The flight will take off from NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida. I'm Shayla Farzan, St. Louis Public Radio. The forecast for Florida this afternoon is questionable. If weather wipes out today's launch, NASA and SpaceX will try again Saturday. Many organizations are rethinking how they operate during the pandemic, including arts groups. The St. Louis-based Metro Theater Company is revamping to embrace technologies it would not have even considered before. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports. Coronavirus-related restrictions forced Metro Theater Company to cancel a bunch of events. Without help from a federal loan of about $110,000 under the new Paycheck Protection Program, it wouldn't have been able to keep paying its 12-year-round employees after June. Keeping the lights on is just the first challenge. How do we celebrate community in the midst of being quarantined? That's artistic director Julia Flood. Metro Theater is among the many arts organizations simply trying to figure out how to do what it does in the midst of a pandemic. One of the things that I think is true about all theater people is that we're resilient. And we've for a very long time been building castles out of cardboard boxes. Metro Theater produces plays and musicals for school-aged audiences. Its education artists also work directly with students in theater camps and in-school residencies. But with school buildings closed and the timeline for reopening theaters unclear, it's hard to plan for the future right now. Like the October show the company plans to produce at the Grandel Theater. Kranzberg Arts Foundation runs the venue and hasn't decided when to reopen it. When it does, there will be strict limits on audience size. So to increase revenue, Metro Theater is wading into unfamiliar territory. It's hiring a three-person camera crew to record all its shows next season to offer them for on-demand web streaming. Flood says... That's something we would never have considered doing a year ago. Why not? Well, for one thing, it's not allowed under the agreements theaters sign with rights holders of a show. Metro Theater has successfully renegotiated the license for its fall production, Digging Up Dessa. But for a show later in the season, The Very Hungry Caterpillar, managing director Joe Fowler says he still needs approval from its very famous author. So we just need Eric Carle personally to sign off on that agreement right now. <laughs> um, he certainly has the right to decide whether he'll let us distribute this online or not. Those web streams will enable more people to see the work. But theater is designed to bring people together for a shared experience. Each performance creates a little community among cast, crew, audience. Will that community stay intact over a web stream? Flood says it's possible. Okay, I can't do it this way, but maybe I can look at this through the other side of the mirror and say, what if I did it this way? Can I get the same result? Her team is looking to online solutions for its in-class residencies, too. Welcome to our very first warm-up Wednesday. We know that... Metro's education artists post daily theater exercises to YouTube that kids at home can follow along with. Arm two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Leg two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They also had to totally rethink the in-person theater camps planned for June. They turned them into interactive online events. Theater still depends on intimacy, on forging close connections among a group. Education director Karen Bain says 
She aims to keep that intact. If we can't be together creating in person, let's figure out how we can create that artistic community connection virtually. Let's give it a go. (laughs) As with all of these plans, the potential success of the online camps remains uncertain. In the meantime, these theater folk will likely keep the cardboard boxes handy, just in case they need to whip up a couple castles. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.